To kick off each hour of the Best of the Quest Pledge Drive, we've asked the Catholic schools in the Archdiocese to say a prayer. Pinecrest Academy. Lord Jesus, I give you my hands to do your work. I give you my feet to follow your path. I give you my eyes to see as you see. I give you my tongue to speak your words. I give you my mind so you can think of me. I give you my spirit so you can pray in me. Above all, I give you my heart so in me you can love your Father and all people. I give you my whole self so you can grow in me till it is you, Christ, who live and work and pray in me. Amen. Just love those prayers from the kids. You are on the uh, Best of the Quest Pledge Drive. This is AM 1160 The Quest. I'm Dave Savage, and we are now joined uh, in in the room by uh, uh, Jeff and Jamie uh, Grebner. And uh, we've got a couple guests. I'll let you introduce them in just a minute here. But uh, I just want to mention, and if I could just get a couple shout-outs, these are donations that came in from the last hour. We didn't get a chance to mention them, but we want to thank all these people. Uh, Bob from Johns Creek, thank you very much. Uh, actually, Bob's from Roswell, and then Susan, uh, in honor of uh, her friend Carol, who is our president here at Atlanta Catholic Radio. Uh, thank you, Susan, uh, from Dunwoody, for the donation. We really do appreciate that. Um now, this hour, I want to mention that, so anybody that, or we're going to get into a little bit more about who our guests are. Uh, well, in fact, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking out loud as, I, as I'm going along. Let's go ahead, uh, uh, Jeff, if you wouldn't mind introducing uh, the, the, our guests and, and let us know who's here with us. Yeah, sure thing, Dave. Yeah, my name is Jeff Grevner, and I'm here with my wife, Jamie. We've been on before, and we're so happy to be back. Um, again, welcome to the 12 o'clock hour, Best of the Quest uh, pledge drive. Uh, get out those wallets right now. Write down the phone number 470-508-1160 or thequestatlanta.com. Um, definitely here to raise raise some money for the quest. Um, but we're here today to remind everyone that the impact uh, that Catholic Radio can have on us and uh, kind of through the ripple effect um, have on society. And Chris Lewis and his wife Natalie are with us today, and we're so happy to have them. And they have a great story for us to share about how specifically the quest has impacted uh, their journey, their faith journey, and their um, the most recently uh, the starting of their Catholic business uh, with us. So, so again, I'm uh, happy to introduce uh, Chris and Natalie Lewis. Um, they started a company called Baratus. It's a Catholic devotional product company. About four years ago, uh, they started this. Uh, Chris and Natalie are parents to five beautiful children aged uh, from uh, 16 years old all the way down to two years old. Uh, and they, are curr they currently attend St. Francis de Sales Parish in Mableton. Uh, so welcome, Chris and Natalie. Yeah, thank you very much. Thank you. We're very grateful to be here. Um, thank you to, to Quest. We are big fans of Catholic Radio and Quest, so this is awesome. Um, I am Chris Lewis, the owner and the illustrator behind Baratus Catholic, uh, the company that I started really to put my creative talents into the service of our Lord and to create Catholic devotional products that could really encourage and enrich the faith of fellow Catholics, but also to put something out there into the culture to help evangelize and just spread the, spread the faith through, uh, through art and beauty and truth and goodness. And then my wife, of course, she's the one that pretty much keeps the wheels on the business from day to day, Natalie. Yeah, thank you. And thank you again uh, the, to The Quest for having us on the show today. Uh, so you can find us on BeratusCatholic.com online or on any social media uh, platform at Veritus Catholic? How do you spell Veritus? Good question. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> B-A-R-I-T-U-S. It's a Latin word, so it is a little bit, it is a little bit complicated. And, and, I'm sorry, but what does it mean? So it actually means war cry or trumpeting. It has like a double meaning. And I liked mm -hmm. it because it reminded me sort of of the, the, the biblical accounts of like Jericho or the, the angelic battle in Revelation. And it also had a symbolic significance to it. So proclaiming the faith and defending the faith. So my logo is actually a sword and a trumpet, which, which symbolize those two realities that are wrapped cool. up in the word. And so that's, that's where that comes from. Cool. Well, and Jeffrey and I, were excited to have Natalie Chris on here. We've been friends for a long time. And Chris, can you, before you get into your conversion story and share more, can you tell the listeners uh, what we have in store for them if they call in or if they donate? Sure. I'll actually let Natalie do that. Yeah, Yeah. thanks. Yeah, I just wanted to um, 
uh, you know, really happy that we're going to be able to give away a couple of items. We, you know, our store, um, in our store, we sell a lot of different things like graphic tees, art prints, prayer cards, high quality vinyl stickers, and even some phone cases. And we usually have over 150 items in the shop at any uh, given time. So we're really happy that we can uh, make a, uh, we're going to have a giveaway today for um, anyone who makes a pledge or calls in during the Veritas Hour. So we'll have a, uh, one of the uh, randomly selected winners will win a graphic tee and another will receive a poster. And there, cool. if you haven't seen them, you can go on their site and um, you, you're going to want to call in and get into that. So. Those are two of our best-selling items and yeah, people, people love them. So, and we, it's just a great addition to uh, your, your, your Catholic home or going out and wearing Catholic uh, apparel that starts conversations with people. And, and can I just real quick, I just, so you said a graphic tee? That's and, correct. Yes, yeah. And and what? And a poster. poster. So and a poster. So what? And explain to me what I I know what this is, but just yeah. what is a graphic tee? So I call it graphic tees because there are a lot of different types of Catholic tees out there. Because I am an illustrator, I really do highly detailed uh, depictions of saints, Jesus, Mary. Um, sometimes it's it's biblical scenes and things like that. And so they're really graphic focused. They're very impactful. So when you're walking around people will stop you and they'll be like, what's the story with this? Or sometimes mm -hmm. they have prayers on the back. So they'll be like, I love that prayer. We get, we get those sorts of comments all the time. And it's just amazing that it's, it's a, a non-confrontational way to evangelize without having to, you know, hit people over the head with the arguments for the faith. And it's just it's truth, goodness, and beauty. And it's, it's just an easy way to convey the faith in that way. Awesome. So we'll be given it, it. So call in or donate, uh, before, uh, one o'clock. And there is no purchase necessary on that. And there'll be a raffle for the winner mm -hmm. of those two items. Excellent. Two winners. Two winners yeah. for one two item. Winners. One, yeah. item yeah. one item each. Yeah. Two winners. Yeah. That's right. So, Chris, I know you're a, you're a fan of Lord of the Rings, right? Have you seen yeah. that before? Yeah, yeah. I know your kids. My kids enjoy it. Lord of the Rings, to me, it's uh, you can absolutely tell the difference between good and evil mm -hmm. on that, right? Mm -hmm. Like you got your wizard that's bright and light and, and great and good, and then you got your orcs that are just absolutely ugly and <laughs> gross. And, um, it, it, I, and I can bring that to kind of your art, right? Like your art today is just just showcases the beauty the absolute beauty of our catholic faith i mean in today's culture it's it's hard to kind of de determine what's evil and what's good sometimes right it gets all mishmashed and the devil um you know tries to flip that upside down but i think what what your art can do for us here in society is is bring that beauty out in in just a, such a concrete way and so that we know we know that this is good and this is beautiful. Um, on, I'll get into it a little bit, but on your poster, you have a lot of um, you know good art, and then you kind of have the which is you know the virtues, mm -hmm. and then you kind of have some uh, okay, I'll, I'll call it the you know the evil vices, the vices, right? Yeah. And you kind of um, you, you show the difference between the two on your poster. Yeah, I love what you're saying about this because that you're, what you're hitting on is absolutely one of the reasons that made me want to start this company, or the, that I should say the Lord led me to start it. And that is, the more Catholicism has been pulled out of the culture, you see that it's, the darker it's sort of getting. And we're starting to see, not only is there that line between good and evil, but now we're seeing bad guys made to look like the cool people, right? I, no, sorry, that's not the case. Like, truth conquers all, Christ conquers all, God conquers all, and I wanted to really do something that counterbalanced that narrative for the culture that Catholics could be proud to support, to wear, that would enrich them, would encourage them. And is, it is powerful and is strong. And I think this is when I hear from people that like my work, that's the biggest resonating factor. It's strength and it's the power of our faith. And it's something that really, as you're saying, you can see clearly in Lord of the Rings and hopefully uh, in my work, you see the same thing. And we're going to get into it in a minute, but go to BeartoothsCatholic.com to see uh, his art. Uh, and also, we're going to get into a story about how the quest impacted his journey. But call call in. Call in the quest, 470-508-1160. Or go to thequestatlanta.com and make that donation. Uh, some support families uh, like us that are that are uh, you know going to and from work and, and, and need some Holy Spirit inspiration to uh, to listen to on on the way so that we can be inspired and uh, be led to start our own business, for example. So Chris, can you tell us about your conversion story? I know you didn't grow up Catholic and Natalie was Catholic and when you got married, you got married in the church and, 
and came into the church. But can you tell us a little bit more about your conversion story? No, absolutely. I'm entirely blessed because God gave me through through his love, not only the love of my w wife, but also the faith itself. I, I was raised Protestant. Uh, we were more of the evangelical sorts so of Bible alone, faith alone. As I got older, though, I started to have some serious questions about, you know, the authenticity of Bible of the Bible. How do we know that where the Bible came from? What is the history? There seemed to be this large history that I was never taught in my evangelical background. Well, thanks be to God, Natalie came into my life. The first Catholic I ever made or ever met that was very, uh, very, very faithful. Um, our first date, she had to, to go to mass and. You know, I have to say, I rejected my Protestant faith kind of hostily. I was a little bit antagonistic towards Christianity. I thought that was Christianity. So when I met her, it kind of gave me this openness to say, okay, well, what is Catholicism? I've never heard about this. I've heard bits and pieces of it, but it was probably the wrong narratives. And she, you know, thanks be to God, she was kind of like a way for me to open up my heart to exploring Christianity through the lens of Catholicism. Can, can I interrupt? Just, I'm sorry to interrupt, but sure. did, did you just say that on your first date you went to Mass? Yeah, I did. I did. Thank did. you for bringing it. Yeah, I meant to go back to that. So, you know, our first date, here I am, a, sort of an antagonistic towards Christianity, and I had rejected my upbringing, and, and she's like, well, I have to go to Mass. And I'm like, I don't know what Mass is, but if you're going to Mass, I'm going with that, that's what sold me. Yeah, yeah. Like he's the I have, one. <laughs> that's absolutely right. So I mean, I haven't missed a mass since then. We've been together, you know, every Sunday for that. And so thanks, thanks to her. Yeah, and and of course the Holy Spirit. How cool is that? That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. So what kinds of things helped you, kind of come to understand what the faith was? And um, I mean, you obviously had Natalie holding your hand along the way and helping you. Um, and how did that look, the two of you growing in your faith together? Yeah, I would like to say it was this nice, clean traje trajectory, but it really, you know, sort of a messy zigzag. And as I said, I was coming out of, uh, uh, you know, sort of a, an antagonism towards my Protestant upbringing, or at least some of the intellectual reasons for it. So when I, uh, her brother actually became a, a monk, and one day we were visiting him, and he gave me uh, Scott Hahn's conversion story on, on CD. And I, this is all the Holy Spirit because I listened to that and I, and I was still kind of having one leg in the secular world, one leg trying to understand Catholicism, but I wasn't really getting it. I listened to that CD and it was like a switch just flipped instantly. I was completely set on fire to devour everything I could on the faith. And this is where I wished we would have had Catholic radio back in those days. I was driving a lot. And I would search the, the, the radio stations. Come on, there's got to be a Catholic station here somewhere. I'm hearing these great things about Scott Hahn. This was back in 2005? Yeah, this was around 2005 or 2006. And, um, you know, I was just on this journey of understanding intellectually all those questions I had as a Protestant. They were starting to click for me as a Catholic. And I'm like, well, this is why I didn't understand it. It was, it was here in Catholicism the whole time. And that just really set me on fire to learn it more. So. Great. And Natalie, how did you support him in his coming into the faith and conversion? Yeah, well, um, you know, we, we were, I think the foundation of our relationship was definitely Holy Mass and uh, receiving the sacraments. And, and the at the time, I was, I have to say, I was a little bit lukewarm. I was raised um, with a good spirituality. So I kind of had that part of my faith and we would pray together. Um, but honestly, it wasn't until his we kind of started growing into into our own sort of faith journeys and we were uh, very much on our own journeys and Sunday mass kind of became the only practice um, that we really shared of the faith. Uh, so it was a very much on Sundays sort of thing. You know, we went to mass on Sundays, but then faith hadn't quite gripped a hold of us yet. Right. Well, I know how deep That's your right. faith is now. So what, what was it that catapulted you? Mm -hmm. Well, when it, you know, when we look back, we just see how God's grace just kind of worked through um, through everything during that time. Because I felt like when I was growing spiritually, um, I was actually challenged by some of my non-Catholic friends, and um, and it was on our, our beliefs, which back then we didn't have Catholic radio, so it wasn't so easy to just kind of get um, be fed with all the information that now we have available to us, which we're so thankful for. Um, and I, I remember. Uh, when Chris would come home from work and I would just spend the evening asking him these questions that uh, my friends would ask me or things that would just come up and I just became on fire in the intellectual aspect and our faith became such a huge part of our daily lives that that Chris and I started incorporating family rosaries, uh, you know, penance on Fridays, daily mass, frequent adoration. And so, you know, through it all, the Holy Spirit just brought us together to support each other in the areas of our 
phase where we needed strength. So where we, he was growing intellectually and I was growing spiritually, and we just kind of came together and um, it just worked. And just remember, we are on the best of the quest pledge drive. Uh, call in, please support us, 470-508-1160, thequestatlanta.com. And a uh, reminder, if you... If you call in, um, you will be entered into a raffle mm-hmm. for a chance to win a either a poster or a T-shirt. Do we have any, any callers yet, Dave? We, well, we sure do. Absolutely. Uh, we want to thank uh, Barbara from Marietta. Uh, also, William. Um, we also have John in honor of Jeff Grabner. All right. Uh, Thanks, John, John. John from Atlanta. Uh, we also have Mary from Atlanta in, in honor of Jamie and Jeff. Thank you, Mary. Uh-huh. Uh, we also have uh, uh, Gary and Sue in honor of uh, Jeff and Jamie. So fantastic. Yeah. And one of those might be the lucky recipient of they the T-shirt or right. the poster. That's right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, so and I, and I'll just say, you just said it, though, didn't you? We can't do it too much, though. 470-508-1160 <laughs> is the number to call. Uh, and also... Look at that, $2,500 in match money. That goes until 1 o'clock. So you've got, what, 30-some-odd uh, minutes here. Yeah, uh, call in. In, in. in whatever, you know, if it's a $100 donation, now it's $200. Okay, it, it doubles whatever it is, and that's up to $2,500, but it's only until 1 o'clock. So call in, 470-508-1160. Go to thequestatlanta.com or uh, tap that little donate button on the Quest Atlanta app, which I'm sure is on your phone has to be yeah. <laughs> so, all right yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. yeah go ahead jeff yeah thanks dave um and it was probably back in this time chris uh yeah, i don't know 2011 through maybe 2015 when you guys were going through uh, as a family spiritual conversion that that jamie and i started seeing you guys uh at random churches right we were uh at we would go to daily mass and see you at christ the king we would see you in confession line at saint thomas the apostle <laughs> and just kind of randomly we would see your family and our family and and, and then we got to know each other just through, uh, you, you know, the Catholic Daily Mass and I think Holy Spirit as well. We, we saw you there just kind of bouncing around, um, you know, getting Mass times and confession times in, in where we can. So back in 2011, Chris, you went through some difficult times and that also helped with your family and the spiritual conversion. There's some suffering there. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, just briefly. I mean, I... You know, I thought I was doing all the things I should be doing, trying to get my life in order. I was going to Mass on Sundays. I was learning about the faith. And then all of a sudden, I just got hit over the head with a with a health crisis. And, of course, at the time, I kind of grappled with that. Like, why is this happening now? I thought I was making all these right right decisions. and um, But I came to find out that really this was the Lord calling me to a deeper spiritual conversion. I started to realize that just knowing about the faith was not really living the Christian life. I needed to truly live a prayerful, devoted life. And this is what actually started getting me thinking about the things I was doing with my talents. Was I really serving God with those talents? Was I really giving that talent back to him? He gave it to me. It's not mine. And so I started to think in, in this process of this conversion and this this grappling, which I call sort of like my uh, wrestling with the angel years, where uh, like from the Old Testament with Jacob, um, I was grappling with God. And when I finally just relented and said, you know what, God? I can't do this without you. You are everything, and I'm just giving myself up completely. I was I was straddling both worlds again, the, sec- the secular world, the Catholic world. I decided to pull myself out of that secular world entirely. And in doing that, I started um, getting back into art. I hadn't been doing it for a while just because of the busyness of my career and family. But I started doing it just as a way of expressing the beauty and the love I was starting to experience from just surrendering completely to, d- to divine providence. And so that's really what got me started into the Catholic art again. Or, or for the first time, I should say that was, yeah. And what did you think about him uh, spending all this time, you know, hobby drawing, <laughs> drawing art? I'm sure he's working, you know, all day and all night now, and now he's, his hobby's, you know, uh, drawing and expressing his his love uh, for God in that way. What? Did, how, how did you feel? Yeah, well, I've, I learned kind of early on to give Chris the space that he needs. <laughs> so, <laughs> so when he's creating, I just kind of step back and. I mean, it's been it's taken a lot of pra- a lot of prayers because I'm I really enjoy the the um, kind of the social aspect and the communication. So and he's very much more introverted and wants to kind of just be creating creating all the time. So I'm I'm so thankful that the Holy Spirit has gu- you know guided his talents and has used in this way because we always knew that he should be you know we want him to be doing something for the glory of God, right? We wanted God to use as he said to use his gifts and. 
you're my biggest fan though i mean i have <laughs> to say like she she prays from from my work she she's constantly you know trying to facilitate me being able to work on things when when the timing's right and i mean just like seriously like my biggest fan i don't like to self-promote so she like does all that for me and I love uh, his that, work. yeah and so i think he's like, amazing you know, she's pretty awesome so how did it go from a hobby to express god's love to hey maybe i could do this for uh you know, maybe, maybe I could sell some stuff or, or share my faith this way. Yeah, this is the funny thing. I did not set out to start a company. It was I really did this out of love and out of just as a way of of of, of ex expressing the faith that I was encountering on a deep level. Um, but I started to find out that people started to be interested in the work, and they were interested in possibly having. Hey, hey can you put this on a on a sticker? Or can you do this with it? And I was like, Yeah, you know what? I can. I do this for sort of thing for my for my day job. Why not do it for this too? So I started doing it, and it just it's unbelievable how the Holy Spirit just like grew the business in such a short period of time. And there's a lot of people involved with, with helping to do that too, but by promoting my work, but really it just took off. And before we know it, you know, Natalie and I were kind of looking at each other like, wow, this is like a business happening here. And it was, and I'll be honest, it was getting to be a lot. I was working all day. We had, the, we had the five kids or at that time, however many we had, uh, three or four. <laughs> Weren't you pregnant? You were pregnant with your fifth, right? Yeah. She was pregnant. There was a lot going on. And of course we were deeper in our faith now. And so the, um, it started to be untenable. How can I work all day and then come home and work all night? Because the business was starting to become a business where, you know, I needed to uh, perform. I needed to, like, if people were ordering things, I need to be there and, and send it out to them. I need. So to you had a full-time corporate graphic design job yeah, I was at working, the same time. And I, yeah, so I went, and this is one of the reasons I didn't draw for years. I went into the corporate graphic design, and I was in marketing for about 17 years. And, you know, I had that stability I had the insurance, I had my paid time off, I had been at the same company for 12 years at that point, I had moved up. And I started to look at these two things and just thought, I cannot balance these, like something has to give. And, and Natalie and I wrestled with that, like maybe it's the Catholic stuff. And then I thought, with all the fruit that's happening and the Lord bringing it this far, and I finally, like, we, when we were young, we wanted to start a business before we even got married. That was like kind of always our dream. Thank God we were patient. It took yeah. 20 years to get there, but it eventually happened. And so we had to make a decision. And that's ultimately what it came down to. Was I going to stay with the security of the corporate world or was I going to follow what I discerned to be the Holy Spirit and God's voice calling me to doing Catholic work and giving my talents to him? So we're about to head to a break, but um, stay tuned, everyone. And, uh, and and let's listen how the Quest Atlanta really impacted Chris's decision uh, to go full full stream into Beartooth's Catholic. Um, reminder again, 470-508-1160. Call in and donate and enter yourself into a, uh, a raffle for some awesome Catholic products. Hey, you don't want to miss the opportunity to win, win these items. They're yeah, beautiful. And, and, and go if you have a minute, go to BeartoothsCatholic.com um, and check out his products. I will say that Chris is extremely particular about his products. His stickers are amazing. My kids put them on the water bottles, and they will not fall off at all. Dishwasher, uh, heat, whatever. It, it, cars, is, it is on yeah. there. Cars. Laptops. They've yeah. gone yeah. through many road trips. Yeah. Yes. So this is extremely high-quality high quality stuff. He's very particular. It's very, very good, very well done. Um, he, he's a professional. So anyway uh we're about to head into a break dave you want to um yeah and i'll just mention too that um so so if you do do donate before one o'clock uh we've got the uh you know you can you could possibly win that t-shirt or the uh the poster no purchase necessary but also we've got a twenty five hundred dollar we've got twenty five hundred dollars in match money so if, you know pretty basic you donate a hundred dollars oh it's all of a sudden a two hundred dollar pledge so uh make sure you take advantage of that You are listening to AM 1160 The Quest, and this is our Fall Pledge Drive, where the theme is The Best of the Quest, Stories of Inspiration. After hearing these stories of inspiration, if you are moved to donate, please call 470-508-1160. Go to our app or go to thequestatlanta.com. Remember, The Quest is 100% listener supported, and we rely on donations from people like you to stay on the air. We'll be back to the Best of the Quest Pledge Drive shortly on AM 1160, The Quest, your Atlanta Catholic Radio.
This historic time in the pro-life movement makes it critical to support women and families now more than ever before. Pregnancy Aid Clinic, a Catholic pregnancy resource center in Metro Atlanta, offers that support. If you need help or can help, go to PregnancyAidClinic.com. Shop and donate at one of St. Vincent de Paul, Georgia's 11 thrift stores. Proceeds deliver hope and help to neighbors in need. Find a thrift store near you at thequestatlanta.com and click on the St. Vincent de Paul, Georgia logo. Hey, I'm E. Walter Smith from Christ Our Hope Parish in Lithonia, Georgia. You're listening to AM 1160, The Quest, WCFO, East Point, Atlanta, covering all of Metro Atlanta and beyond. Listen on air or even find us online at thequestatlanta.com any time of the day. Embrace your journey. <laughs> Come on, join the quest. The Quest presents Lesser Known Saints with Ken and Chuck. Born in Tours, France in the year 370, St. Bryce was an orphan who was raised by St. Martin of Tours. Although known for being vain, overly ambitious, and short-tempered, St. Martin remained patient with him. Eventually, Bryce would experience a drastic change of heart and would go on to secede Martin as Bishop of Tours. Once he was ordained bishop, Bryce would unfortunately return to his old ways, becoming steeped in secularism, vanity, and vice. Bryce was exiled to Rome, and in the seven years he spent there, he repented and underwent a thorough change in his lifestyle. St. Bryce was eventually reinstated as Bishop of Tours and ruled with such humility and holiness, people adored and respected him long before his death. His feast day is November 13th, and he is the patron saint of stomach aches and ailments. For more homegrown wisdom, visit thequestatlanta.com. Do you go out to dinner once or twice a month? There's nothing wrong with going out to dinner. In fact, it's good to get out every now and then. But is it helping to bring you and others closer to Christ? The cost of one dinner out each month could be your monthly donation to The Quest. We're totally listener-supported. We rely on donations from people like you just to stay on the air. Please prayerfully consider making a monthly donation to support AM 1160 The Quest, your Atlanta Catholic Radio. The Quest presents Mom Minutes with Cameron Frad from Among the Lilies. I think that we are so blessed as Catholics to have Mama Mary, okay? When my kids are little, they call her Mama Ma, and then eventually she becomes Mama Mary. We are so blessed with Blessed Virgin Mary, whatever name you want to call her. Um, she's amazing. She's a mom. She gets it, right? She totally gets it, and she desires us to know and encounter her son. So when you have had a hard day and you felt like you have failed today as a mom, um, ask for her help. When you don't know what to do for your child, I turn to her, and I'm like, okay, Mary, I don't know what my son needs right now, but you do. So you please fill in the gaps, fill in the pieces where, where I'm messing up here, and you just be with them. You help him, you help her, encourage them, and lead them to your son. Let them know him, love him, and serve him. And I think that we get to take advantage of that, which is really cool. Um, I am nowhere near as good of a mom as her, but I try, and by her grace, she will teach me how to be a good mom, too. For more homegrown wisdom, visit thequestatlanta.com. The Quest invites you to cover the bishops and priests in the Archdiocese of Atlanta in prayer. Just volunteer to commit one hour of prayer per week for a year. No meetings, no paperwork, no reports, just prayer. Learn more at sevensistersapostolate.org. The Best of the Quest, stories of inspiration pledge drive on AM 1160, The Quest. Make your pledge or donation by calling 470-508-1160 on our app or go to thequestatlanta.com. Now back to the Best of the Quest pledge drive on AM 1160, The Quest, your Atlanta Catholic radio. And I am Dave Savage, the production programming manager here at The Quest, and this is our pledge drive, as you just heard. I just want to mention the $2,500 match that we have going on up until 1 o'clock. Uh, take advantage of that. It, it, it really, I mean, to double your donation, <laughs> that is so cool. Not to mention the fact, uh, call in or, or uh, go online and, and you can uh, uh, possibly win that shirt uh, from uh, Baratus Catholic. That's B-A-R-I-T-U-S, B-A-R-I-T-U-S Catholic dot com. And uh, so we are here with uh, Jeff and Janie, uh, Jamie Grebner and, uh, and, and our guests, uh, Chris and Natalie Lewis. So uh, go ahead. 
All right, so yes, again, 470-508-1160. Call in, uh, enter yourself into a chance to win some Beartooth Catholic uh, merchandise or go to thequestatlanta.com and, uh, and and pledge or donate online as well. We definitely need need to hit that matching goal and uh, need to keep up with these donations. Um, so last half hour we left off, uh, Chris and Natalie, you guys were talking about um, some you know some busy times when when you were kind of started your business but still working full time in the corporate world. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, yeah, speak to us a little bit about your uh, discernment. Yeah, so th- this is where it gets interesting because you know we were we were looking at these two two things. I had the security of the corporate world. I had this what we had begun to establish as a you know, startup Catholic business. And it was really fulfilling the things that we wanted to do since we were young and also where I felt like God was really calling me to. But I was still having that issue of just truly walking in faith. And so just to give you an idea of, of how it was, like we've decided our patron for the business is St. Peter. St. Peter is like my favorite saint. You know, he's sort of like, he's the guy that wants to be devoted, but he just can't say the right thing or do the right thing. And he's constantly <laughs> waffling and Christ is constantly like, you know, trying to get him in line. And I kind of felt like that's where I was. And I kept getting these signals. So I had a an hour commute every day going in and out of work. And um, I would turn on the radio. Finally, Atlanta had Quest Radio, and I was just like, yes, this is the best thing ever. This is what, about 2020? This is 2018. 2018. I think that's right when they started. I was probably like one of the first people to like blow that station up every morning. <laughs> and um, But a, a couple years into that is when we started to discern whether or not this business could be fruitful full-time or not. And I just could not... I could not get myself to separate from the comfort, the security. And so I would turn on the radio every day going into to Quest and listen to that. And I'd come home and I'd, I'd, I'd hit Natalie up and probably drive her crazy with like, I don't know what to do. I don't. This was like a nightly conversation. And every time I'd get into the car after we'd have one of these big conversations about what to do, I would tune into the Quest and there would be somebody who would tell me exactly what I was just asking her about. So for example, I'd say, I don't know if God really wants me to do this. And then I'd turn on the radio and it'd be somebody talking about when you hear God's voice, if he's led you to a certain place in your life and you feel this 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 call to do something like you cannot have fear, that's the Holy Spirit leading you. You know, it'd be something like that. <laughs> right. And it would it'd almost be like God was listening into our conversations and then speaking to me through the Quest. So it was like funny this happened like no joke four or five times where the conversations got so particular that i would get into the car i'd turn the quest on and we would we'd go through these arguments and it got down to the point well what do we do for insurance yeah that's a big that's a big question yes. what to do for insurance yeah yeah or especially not, when, when natalie was pregnant right right, right. Yes. yeah yes. i didn't mean to say arguments isn't we were arguing but just arguments right. to or pro or con from right. leaving yeah and so, so yeah the insurance became the big one and no joke i get into the car one day and it's like uh, Al Crest is interviewing somebody about Christian health shares. Wow. And he's talking about, he was just going through all of the, of the details that Natalie and I were kind of like hesitant or nervous about. And I'm like, that's like the last, that's like the amazing. last straw, right? So he went on a, on a road trip to see your parents. And I, I made the decision before I leave this house, I am, pull, I am choosing one or the other. And just having quest in the back of my mind and this like four or five times where the Holy Spirit was like, do not have fear. You're being led. You're, you're seeing where this is taking you. Look at the fruits of it. And I said, that's it. I'm going to do it. I almost typed the email to my, to my boss without even thinking about it. And thanks, thanks to Natalie. She's so supportive. She comes in, she's like, yeah, do it. You know, it was like a new adventure, but we finally had that peace. And I really, you know, without quest, like where would I have heard the Holy Spirit? You know, I wasn't hearing it at work. There wasn't anybody I could talk to about this. And can you tell the story that you told me before about, uh, needing a sign? I like that one. And then you turn on the quest and what do they say to you? Like, yeah, well that, that, that this was exactly it. This was like, well, um, you know, maybe we, maybe we need to look for a sign. Maybe there's gotta be some sign. And so that was exactly it. I would turn on the quest and it, and, um, I don't remember the particulars, but the, but those four or five times were literal signs that like answered my question perfectly almost about what I was struggling word. with, like word for word almost. And it was various programs throughout the day. It wasn't like, and, and you know, it was like one week here, another week here. So it's yeah. funny because we don't pick where, how God sends us That's signs, right? right? right. And, and God was using the quest for that. You know what this reminds me of? It's like, we've got a you know smart speaker at home. A lot of people have them. A lot of people don't have them because they don't like somebody listening all the time. But honestly, my wife and I will have a conversation about whatever, 
and I have not done a Google search on it or all of a sudden it's showing up in my feed, you yeah. know, like in my Facebook or what, in, in, as advertisements. And that's what this reminds me of, mm-hmm. where God's, you're God's having bigger. a conversation, only God's listening in, not Google, not Alexa, but God is. <laughs> the, and, the one and only, the original. <laughs> yeah, and God is, is putting these messages on the radio for you. Well, and that's how I felt. And I believe that he's doing this for everybody that listens to the quest. So this may have been my experience, but I'm sure that there are these stories over and over again. And the thing is, God was probably like, is this guy thick or what? Like, I have to keep telling. I've given you one, two, three, four, five signs now. Come on, just make the decision. Like, at some point, you got to have faith and just step out and walk with them, right? So Yeah, Chris, the other day you mentioned to me that um, yeah, you were looking for the sign, and then you turn on the quest, and, uh, and, and the first words you heard were, God is giving you a sign, but you're just not oh, listening. Right. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's what Jamie was talking about. Okay. Yeah, there was literally, that was one of the things. That, that and, and it was like, well, we just need a sign. And then the program that day was the guy saying, look, God's giving you the sign. If you haven't made the decision already. And I wish I could remember what the programs were yeah. because I forget now. But uh, That's great. And let me just springboard from what you have just said. I have heard countless other stories from people who have said similar things to you. They turn on the radio, turn on the quest right at that moment it was something they needed to hear at that moment absolutely and if you want to keep supporting this i mean if you want the, the quest in atlanta if you want to keep us around it, it depends on your donations and that's what we need uh you can call 470-508-1160 you can go to the questatlanta.com or uh on the app there's a donate button there as well and i i just want to mention too that that you know, you, you take for granted that the radio station, you know, you turn on 1160 AM or the app or whatever, you take for granted it's going to be there. It, it might not. It was not there for me in the beginning. <laughs> yeah. And oh, how I wish it would have been. You know, yeah. I, w- I was ready to move to a different state just so I could hear Catholic radio. And and uh, just, I, I've got a couple of our expenses here, but our phones, obviously we need phones here. Um, it, that costs $165 a month. So if you wanted to donate $165, you could help pay for our phones for a month or $2,000 for a year of phones would be very generous. And to let you know, we've got that $2,500 match uh, available right now uh, up until 1 o'clock. Uh, if you want to call 470-508-1160 or go to the Quest Atlanta. Yes, please, please support the Quest and the good things they're doing. Natalie, can you... Um, so you're... When you're making this decision, you're pregnant with your first, fifth, your fifth child, and um, you're looking at the practical aspects of things, and obviously praying a lot too. So, how did how did you support Chris in this, and how were you discerning? Yeah, it's funny when Chris mentions that we were visiting uh, my parents. Uh, so he made that kind of that really sudden decision, and I supported him 100 uh, percent because I, I knew he could do it, uh, and. The, the whole drive home, I was just, uh, I kind of hit the ground running and did all the research into the necessities. We were basically going to be giving up um, the comfort of the corporate world. And again, like you said, being pregnant and um, just having to deal with everything and, and figure out all the practical side of, of the business at this point. So it was helpful. We had a really long drive and I, I did a lot of research um, and it, it basically took the entire 12 hours or however long we were going um, and you know, it's, it's funny that, that God just guided us and, and he never just abandons you. Right. So you follow him and uh, he just, he makes it happen. And we were so confident at that point. I was so excited because it was just, you know, this whole new, um, this whole new world. And I was stepping up into this new role and I really didn't have any time to stress out about it because it happened so, so suddenly and so naturally, um, and it was, it was just, you know, we, we just knew he could do it. And we knew God could do, do this through Chris. And so it was a happy change. And right. uh, I did everything that I could to support him by, you know, just um, giving him all, like I said, the space he needed. And, you know, it was I, I kind of just kept calling these numbers out to him and, and telling him what I was finding out through that research, that whole drive. And he's just like, okay, well, <laughs> he's I, kinda like, he thinks in pictures. We always joke about he thinks in pictures and I'm like the practical um, so I, I'm, and I'm very vocal, so I'll be, I'll be you know, sharing all this with him. And I'm just like, I just, I just do it for my own sake, really. <laughs> and she has a background in business. So I'm, this is like completely not my world. She's so weird. God has put us together perfectly. Like we balance each other. The business would not function without her. I mean, she does 
honestly, she does more than me. I sit there and color pictures all day. <laughs> she she does all the stuff that really matters. She's the one sending orders out. She and my daughter and my even my son when he helps. I mean, they're like praying for the people that support my work. They are praying for the postal workers that deliver it. Like it's a ministry too. Like we do care about these people, and it's such a blessing to see that happen. So in 2020, Chris, you made the decision. You went full time. You let go of your corporate job. And uh, give me some feedback of kind of the early feedback of uh, the people that bought your products and, and how they felt, um, you know, receiving, receiving Beartooth's Catholic merchandise. It, one of the biggest things, and, and this was um, for me one of the, like this, one of the strongest uh, impetuses for me leaving is just hearing from people how much the work meant to them. You know, here I am doing it almost as a catharsis and to get back into what I truly love to do. And I have people sending me messages all the time about, you know, I, I was about to, you know, commit sin today, and then I looked at your art, and it's just completely reversed my, my decision. Wow. I looked at your art, and it's convinced me I need to go back to church. I've had non-Catholics reach out and say, you've answered so many questions, and it's, and this art has led me to explore the faith more. I've had wow. people, you know, message me about converting. Just the curiosity that people have about Catholicism through seeing the images from strangers just out in public people stop her people stop i have people message me all the time hey this guy stopped me and he wanted to know more about the shirt i was wearing i've had people who aren't even religious um see some of these products that people were wearing or they, they were sharing and it just it inspiring them the holy spirit led them to this curiosity about it you know what is this they're taking a second look the way that i took a second look when i was introduced to catholicism and that's the thing the Catholic Church, the more and more the, the culture's been margin it's been marginalized from the culture, a lot of this is not out there in the public anymore. There's no way to really communicate the truth, goodness, and beauty that our faith has, 2,000 years of this. And so that's really the mission that I put into the work is taking all of that history and putting it out there for people in a, in a way that they can use to just be enriched, be encouraged, and also to help evangelize. Yeah, and so the Quest 470-508-1160, call in and donate the questatlanta.com, best of the Quest pledge, pledge drive. And, and if you call in, um, you, you will be automatically entered in, into a chance to win uh, one of his posters and a T-shirt. Uh, yeah. We'll have a raffle towards the end. and uh, No purchase ahead, necessary on that. I just want to mention some of the people that are in the running for that, and they have made a donation. Uh, we thank them very much, uh, Michael... Um, and Aaron, we love you, uh, Grebner and Lewis families. Oh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> love you too. Robin from Mableton. Thanks, Robin. Uh, Thanks. No, Robin from St. Monica. Uh, we've also got Lee from College Park. We've got Mary Ellen from Roswell. We've got uh, Carol from Cumming. We've got Gary from Alpharetta. We've got Kathleen. Uh, shout out from, uh, from Jamie's mom and dad. Thank you, Mom, Dad. <laughs> and grandmother and grandfather. So uh, we thank them very much for their uh, generous donations. All right, and, you, and, you know, tuning in to podcasts and, um, and, and of the like is, is great, and, and that's a good thing. Uh, but what the Quest offers is, is really that, that Holy Spirit moment, right? What Chris already talked about. Of kind of, you, you don't know necessarily what you're going to get when you tune into the Quest, but you know that the Holy Spirit's working. And uh, if you're open, just like Chris was for many years, uh, you'll be affected by it. Um, and it's the ripple effect, you know, eventually the Holy Spirit spoke to Chris through the quest and he started his business with the help of the Holy Spirit and, and the quest. So definitely donate to the quest if you can, 470-508-1160. And, um, and that led Chris to, to start Baratus Catholic. And I will say that the symbolism in your art is, is really amazing. Um, I was blown away. I'm not an artist at all, but uh, I can see exactly what you're trying to get at when uh, uh, in your art. Can you maybe just talk to us maybe about one of your favorite pieces and what, the kind of symbolism there? Yeah, sure. I'll talk uh, about St. Peter. So Quo Vadis is a, is a traditional story from the history of the church where... St. Peter is, uh, you know, he's in Rome during the persecutions, and he, 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 can't, he can't face up to it. So he starts to walk away, and he passes Christ on the road out of Rome. And he asks Christ, where are you going? And Christ says, to be crucified again. Uh, so the, in Latin, it's quo vadis. And, man, that is such a powerful thing because it's sort of a, it, it convicts everybody, really, when we're not walking that faith. So, of course, St. Peter turns around, and he does go to be martyred in Rome. And so I drew a piece because, number one, he's just my favorite saint. He's the business uh, patron. But also, just this story is so powerful. It's like one of my favorites. So, you know, within this image, I have, uh, I try to incorporate a lot of symbolism to tell the stories of the saints I'm depicting or to tell the story of Mary and Jesus. Um, so, for example, in this case, you know, he's, he 
he's standing there holding his cross up and he's just weighted down by ropes and by the keys that are hanging from him. It's like a weight on his shoulders, but he faces it, right? So there's a strength and determination in it. There's a love for Christ that's in it. There's a seashell there, uh, representing uh, 1 Peter where he talks about baptism now saves you. There's uh, the uh, anchor showing his faith and his devotion. Um, and there's also the fisherman's hook. You know, obviously Christ told him to go and be fishers of men. So all these symbols are wrapped up in this image. And it's something that if people are wearing that shirt or they or they have that artwork up in their homes, it's it's an occasion for them to evangelize and tell the stories and to, to really tell the faith uh, in a beautiful way. So, Let me ask you this, because uh, Jeff just asked you about your favorite piece. The mm-hmm. piece I, I'm kind of curious and I'm assuming it's something different. What's the best selling piece? Yeah, it's a great question. So there's there's a few of them. Um, Stella Maris is Our Lady Star of the Sea, right? That's probably one of the biggest, I would say, Natalie, right? You probably see orders yes, for that I'm constantly. Um, people love that devotion. Of course, it's a marrying devotion. It's a beautiful devotion. And it's actually one that's ancient. So I make prayer cards that have an ancient prayer on them. And it's a way, and it has it in English and Latin too, because again, there's that's part of our church, that's our heritage, and um, so that's a big one. Um, I also make the virtues poster, which I'm giving out today. If you call in and donate, or if you call in, just call in. Mm-hmm. Um, and that virtues poster, uh, is, I think that might be my all-time biggest seller. And what it depicts is the saints, Mary and the saints, as a, sort of an embodiment of the virtues going to combat against the vices who are depicted sort of like uh, as, as you know little demons or like it's the vice it's the it's the stuff that we're trying to fight against the sin that we're trying to get out of our life so it's called uh, it's it's based on a quote from Job which is that all of, of man's life is a warfare and so I have this concept of warfare between living the Christian life and battling our, ver- our vices and practicing our virtues and really uh, exemplifying those in the walk with Christ. And so that's that's probably one of my biggest sellers. Can we see these on your website? Absolutely, yeah. If you go to BaritusCatholic.com, B-A-R-I-T-U-S Catholic.com, or at BaritusCatholic on any of the social media platforms, you can see all kinds of examples of my work. Um, my website links to my shop, which has all of the products. Natalie mentioned we try to keep at least 150 or so, sometimes more products in the shop at all times. There is so much variety there. Your patron saint might be there in some kind of way. Uh, social media is a great place to see sort of my body of work and the, and the things that I've done in the past as well. Awesome. Natalie, can you talk about how it's become... A family business. I love what Chris said earlier that you guys had the desire early on, the desire of your heart to have a, a, a business together. And Christ knew, Christ knows the desires of our hearts and he answered that desire, but later on in life. So how did it become a family business? Yeah, definitely, Jamie. Thanks. Uh, so we, you know, we've always prayed that, like we said, you know, God will guide us this way. And the idea of a family business is so, so, so appealing. We just uh, love that, you know, the, the foundation of our family and uh, growing together. So as, as Chris, you know, the business started to kind of grow, um, just seeing Chris work, it was, it was kind of comical actually, because it really was. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I kind of like stepped back and, and just, just assessed everything and I didn't want to get into his business. So um, this I just, was very early. It was very, very, very early on, and uh, I, I just watched him just packing orders, packing orders for uh, you know our amazing supporters, and um, I, I was just like, you know, Chris, I, I think we can kind of do this differently. Just is it okay if I just step in? <laughs> and so at that point, you know, squirrel my... brain was trying to run a business, and she's like, that's not working. I need to. Yeah, you need to kind of organize this. Side. Yeah, you can just draw, and you know, I'll get this. So I was, I was thankful he let me step into that role. So um, yeah, we I just kind of took over with as far as fulfillment. So uh, we pack the orders. You know, my daughter and I, our oldest child. Um, pack the orders together, uh, we ship them. Most of them ship right out, out of, you know, here in Georgia. And um, even our littlest ones, you know, my, um, my our son, uh, who's 14, he'll kind of, he'll help with... He's the you know, muscle. He's the muscle. He helps with, <laughs> with you know, the, the boxes of things and putting things together. We, we did our first conven- convention this year at the Eucharistic Congress. And it was just amazing to see, like, just putting up, up a display and all the, the work that went into it and that they were able to help with. And then even our, like I was saying, our littlest uh, children will get in there and just help throw away trash or pull off, um, 
stickers to stick the envelope or down help you or... grow in holiness and pray right? of course oh yeah definitely <laughs> we're always like okay let's all pray together and we have to pray before orders because yeah we just <laughs> we, we try we, to make we, it fun though. yeah we, it's definitely we, fun um, you know we'll put on some chant or something and uh, listen to some it's nuns, nuns while yeah it's beautiful packing orders and you know like i said we pray for the people that and that we're packing orders for it's just amazing to see like where the orders come from yeah sometimes. just locations I mean, it's yeah. incredible Oh, God yeah, is spreading many, this. Do you have any idea how many countries have you shipped to? I've lost track. I mean, I think we've hit every continent at this point. Yeah, I, um, I think everywhere we're able to ship to. Everywhere we're, we're able we're to ship, we've, we've hit every continent. Um, so, yeah, there's just supporters in every every corner of the world. And I just, it's unbelievable to us. We step back sometimes. We're like, man, thank you, God. I don't know how this happened. But to look at it and just see that, like I said, 20 years in the making and us just being patient and it finally happened. So. And you think about it, Quest Atlanta, right? It's a local radio station, yet it has an impact on you, Chris and Natalie, and your company. And bam, all of a sudden it's hitting all corners of the world, Worldwide, right? With your exactly. art, which, which your symbolism, again, is a horn and a sword proclaiming and defending the faith. And every time someone sees a sticker or a t-shirt... They're reminded of, of the faith and the beauty of it, which is really why you started this whole mm-hmm. thing. So, um, again, 470-508-1160, thequestatlanta.com. We've got a few more minutes, I think, to call in and uh, get that donation in. Yeah, it, in fact, uh, just about two minutes uh, you've got left for the matching money. So go ahead and do that. And also two minutes left to, to get in on the drawing. Uh, call in or, or uh, uh, you can make a pledge, uh, like you were saying, 470-508-1160. Uh, or go to thequestatlanta.com, or you can do it from the app, which is already on your phone. There's a little donate button there. Uh, any any closing? One of my favorite pictures, Chris, is um, is the assumption. Um, can you can you just tell us re- really briefly how that uh, how that came to your mind, and and just the Holy Spirit at work there? Yeah, I mean, what a beautiful um, well, f- a beautiful feast day, but event in the life of the church <clears throat> is the assumption of the Blessed Virgin Mary. And, um, you know, I was at Mass, and a lot of times the, these ideas will hit me when I'm just wrapped up in contemplation of the things that are going on at Mass. And you really do kind of go to, the, or at least I, being visual, I kind of go to this, like, you know, heavenly reflection. And so I, I think it was the Feast of the Assumption or somewhere near it, or I was reflecting on that. And just this idea of Christ lovingly taking Our Lady by the hand and just carrying her into heaven with the, the help of the angels behind her and just being showered with roses. And then there's a, you know, a, a uh, the Holy Spirit is coming down with a rainbow just reflecting off the light. And it just, I tried, I in my mind, I kind of saw all this play out with the light of the church kind of just making it real in my mind. And, um, I was, you know, I just, I ran home that day and I was like, I got to sketch this down immediately. So, I mean, I just sat there furiously like sketching that out. And uh, that's another one that's become like one of the bigger sellers too. So, Yeah, it's beautiful. Go to BeratusCatholic.com. Um, check that out. And uh, we're probably heading towards the end. You want to close in prayer? Yeah, sure. In the, in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. We'll go ahead and say an Ave Maria. Ave Maria, gratia plena. Dominus tecum, benedicta tuum mulieribus, et benedictus frutus ventris tui, Jesus. Santa Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis, peccatoribus, nunc in ora mortis nostrae. Amen. And the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Chris and Natalie, so much for coming on. Thank you again for having us. Thank you all. God bless. Yeah, thanks for coming in.